This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You are listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 722, Drought No More. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2021. That's bit.ly slash atareads2021. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros! The commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, The non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty! And the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie! She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth! And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros. And with me, I have Allie. Hey, Allie. Hello. Helps if I unmute myself. Did you Did you know that? It is very helpful when you do that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'd gone for a week and I just became a complete noob. Something I've learned from my years of podcasting, mute yeah, is yeah. bad when you want people to hear you. Tends to be. Tends to be. That is accurate. I mean, can you say you, you really learned experience. it if you still do it hey, on occasion? Shut up, sir. <laughs> shut up, Toasty. Call and out. That, that, there's Toasty right there calling me out uh, for occasionally making some mistakes as a podcaster sometimes. I mean, in game on the show, I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. Are you done? Maybe. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so quite Allie, how, how have you been the, the last couple weeks since we last spoke with you? Other than getting sick? <laughs> yes. Other than that. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, you know, just plugging along. I... What have I been doing in a game? We didn't raid much last week. Thursday, we didn't raid at all because a lot of people didn't weren't able to make it. And then Wednesday, we kind of struggled a bit <laughs> to progress. I don't know. It was a weird, weird, weird week of rating. But I did do the weekly for dungeons, including a plus seven Mist of Tirna Scythe, which was pretty cool. And got some... What did I get? I got enough from my vault. 213 wrists, I think? I've been still doing Torghast. Come tomorrow night, I'll be able to make a 235 of my best shadow legendary. So I'm super excited about that. And I'm still on the hunt for my frog soul shape. I've not gotten it yet. That one I was so excited about two weeks ago, it, it was not. It was not my frog. I'm sad. But I'll get it. It's okay. And I started doing... ICC runs again because I have this theory that we're going to see Arthas and he may just be in the Maw and we may not be able to mount in the Maw but on the on the chance that we're able to use our mounts in the Maw or he ever leaves the Maw I want to ride up to his face riding invincible and be like boom look at me and see his reaction so that's going to happen but in order for that to happen it means I need to actually get invincible so I'm trying that again <laughs> <laughs> and I also started doing my Shadowmorn legendary quest on my DK. It's been sitting in my bags, one of my bags, my quest log, for the longest time, and I just never took time to do it. So I started doing that. I'm almost at the end of it. I'm at the part where you have to go to the final bosses of each of the wings in ICC and actually empower it by doing certain things with each of those bosses. Except on the Lanathel part, I have to actually bite three people. So I'm going to be recruiting a few friends. There's some really weird, almost hacks feeling workaround to do it with your own alts. It's weird and a lot of effort and almost felt wrong. So I'm not even going to touch that. I'm just going to recruit some friends to let me bite them. Because who doesn't let your friends bite you, right? I mean, that, that's a thing, right? Yeah. Um, I don't tend to like my let my friends bite me, 
but okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's just me. Anyways, um, <laughs> that's about it. It's just the normal, you know, doing my callings and roll quests while I can and dungeons and raids and, and all that business. But it's uh, been did a lot of throwing thunder in the last couple of weeks and didn't get anything mount wise, even though there's so many mounts in there. But that's okay. Some other time. <laughs> But yeah, just kind of plugging along and still loving Shadowlands and having a good time. Uh, Erlene in our chat room is uh, currently on her uh, hunt for Blanche. Uh, Erlene, what what, uh, what, state, what day are you on? Out of curiosity. And, uh, and Tosi, I'm, I'm curious for you. Uh, will you ever get a Night Fae character so you can try and get the turtle uh, soul shape? Um, I have a Night Fae character. And are you planning to go for the soul shaped character for the turtle? Like eventually, yeah. I gotta actually play on that character more. That character is my arcane mage that I've kind of been neglecting. Like I basically log on to that tune to process all the cloth that I've sent it and turn it into stuff that I can disenchant and uh, and you know sell the enchants on the auction house because I need to make some kind of gold. Uh, at some point, and you know, while the callings give you a decent chunk of gold, like um, sometimes I'm lazy and don't want to do them. <laughs> Having something semi-regular would be nice, maybe. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Well, I make about eight k a day across my four characters doing their calling. Yeah, but I have one character capped out. Well, I think it's very clear what the solution to that problem is, you see. Uh, to find uh, more time in the day so I can play more. Yeah, That was not my solution, but okay. That is literally the only solution that would work for me right now. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so how's your week there, bud? Um, very much the same as Ellie's, uh, in terms of wow time. We, like she said, we didn't get a, we didn't get a ton of rating done. It seemed, I, I didn't know we were foregoing running normal at, at, like, period now, but I guess that decision happened at some point. So we're only doing heroic. We got the first three down, uh, as, as has been the tradition since we started doing heroic. And uh, we're struggling on Artificer right now. There's, like, there's, there's just something we're handling fundamentally wrong, and I'm not 100% sure of what it is. It could be the stasis traps. The stasis traps seem to be a bit of an issue. And I don't, I don't know if the, if the blue seeds explode faster on heroic than they do on normal, but it definitely it's seems that quicker. way. Yeah. Because in normal... I was able to just walk. I was able to just run back normally and just heroically back out to safety. And in heroic, I, I'm, I, I, I'm just barely not having enough time. And, you know, it might, it might just be my imagination. It might be because I'm trying to dodge the stasis traps and it's taking me a bit longer as a result. But I like, I need something on my way back and. Unfortunately, the warlock portals aren't necessarily the best. The warlock gates, sorry, aren't necessarily the best option because if you fly over the stasis traps, you trigger them, which is not great. And um, and heroic leap, I would assume, has the same problem. So, like, finding the finding the right way to go about running back from dropping off my the the. Extinction seeds, I think they're called. It has been a bit challenging right now. Um, my hopes have mostly been on uh, getting a clear line to somebody and just intervening towards them, but that obviously hasn't been one hundred percent either. We'll figure it out eventually. It's just it's going to take some time. Um, also, did the did the weekly event? I didn't do any mythic pluses i just stuck with mythics uh ran three with ali and sniper on the thursday night yeah. and over the weekend i got another one in uh and 
Yeah, I decided I just wanted to do a quick a quick thing, uh, so I looked for a pretty chill group, and I found one that said, "Oh, new tank." Like, okay, I'm I'm fine I'm fine dealing with a new tank. I, I'm like, it's a mythic, not a mythic plus. So we're not worrying about timing or anything. This, this guy just wants to learn how to tank, and I and I can support that. And I I was gonna help because I could just I I sent my loot spec to prod for him or them for them rather. And I was prepared to funnel gear to them. Unfortunately, I didn't get any gear for, for to funnel them, but the thought was there. And like the entire run went pretty smoothly. Like I, the only problem that I had was that I was consistently pulling threat from them. And like, it's not it's, it's not like I was popping all my cooldowns and charging in before he even got there or before they even got there. Sorry. Like, I would wait a little bit. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd do a three count before... I'd do a three count after they got there, before going all in, and that still wasn't enough time. Like, I don't... I don't... Like, he's... He, prob, probably, probably part of the problem was his gear, or their gear, because, like they said, new tank. Uh, but also, I just don't know how good DK Threat is. Like I know Sarah does a good does does a decent job, but also, you know, he's been playing the role for a while and he obviously knows what he's doing. Like I, I, I don't know. Either way, like consistently pulling threat on every trash pull, on every boss. It was it was a rough time for me. Kudos to the healer though. The healer kept me alive the entire time. Um that was about it. I didn't do Torghast this week, which um, was not a conscious decision. I just kind of forgot to do it. I was shocked. He came into my stream and I was, you know, I ran Torghast. He's like, I just realized I didn't run Torghast. I was like, who are you and what have you done with Toasty? <laughs> uh, things nice happen. You know, he's going to be tanking or something. Jeez. <laughs> so it was really funny when he came to jo join us. At that point, we, we actually needed a tank. And so I was going to be like, uh, I was telling everyone else in the channel, like, when, when Toasty comes in, I'm going to tell him that he has a tank. And and then they giggled, and then I did it, and then we laughed, and it was good. I don't tank on that character. I tank on a DK that um, I, I specifically go offline to play on and is not in any guild. <laughs> oh, but see, now I know you do that. Yeah, but I just appear offline oh, sometimes oh, because oh. I feel like it. So nobody will ever know. Nobody will ever know the name of that character. Until the day you slip up. And when you do, my hey, friend, I will be there. I haven't slipped up yet. Been doing yet. it pretty consistently for... Um, like I've been doing it pretty consistently since Legion. Yet. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> anyway, that's been my weekend. Well, uh, Medros, how was your week? Um, my week was really good. So, uh, you know those, uh, those championship, or the champion, uh, missions you get on your mission table? Yep. Uh, I didn't realize that if you kept getting them, that at certain points you'd get better stuff. So, I knew at 4 you got access to, like, a lot more, like, XP missions, and there was a lot, there's a rising level of um anima missions uh and you got soul ash missions as well but i didn't realize that eight and above you got other stuff so uh i realized this week when my druid and my paladin both hit uh eight of those champion uh things uh, leveled up at that point uh that you actually get pets as an option uh, sometimes for those missions. Now, the problem for me is, like, I, I'm not getting anything from those missions that is, like, gear upgrades, so I was like, why am I bothering doing these? But now I'm getting pets. So, uh, this week I got a Pernicious Bone Tusk from a Nightfit mission, a Spirited Skyfall from a Kyrian mission, a Golden Cloud Feather from a uh, Rare in Bastion. Uh, I got 
Dal's Courier Badge, which is a um, uh, Stone Fiend pet. Um, I got a Devouring Animite from a Kyrian mission, a Rune-like Leaper from Night Fae mission, a uh, Trap Stone Fiend from another world quest in Revendreth. Uh, I bought three Yaks, and I got Exalted with Court of Harvesters on my main. Congrats. You had a busy yeah. week, eh? Yeah, that's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven pets and three mounts. So I just want to point out also the with the mission table, like the, I believe it's those missions you're talking about specifically that also have a chance of giving you a mount. Like there, you get there's a you can get mounts from the mission table. That is my hope. Uh, I, I I am hoping at some point to uh, have the option to to do that so that I can uh, just start actually churning out some stuff like that. Uh, I assume those are fairly rare, though, so I'm not really expecting those. Um, but yeah, I, I've done pretty good there. Um, I, I think last week I'd already gotten my DK up. Uh, brought over my uh, hunter to Shadowlands uh, permanently now. Uh, so he's there now for good. Uh, all his war resources are used up. And got him a lot of pets. Uh, literally spent like three hours between Bastion and uh, Ardenweald uh, just getting uh as as many pets as i could for him um so i got some of the uh uh what did i get uh i got some of the stags in uh in ardenweald i got the foxes both in ardenweald and in bastion uh i was trying to get the uh the lupine ones not not the lupines the uh, the griffin-like ones. Right. The lion, cat, bird ones. Uh, and then I realized that I never got the book to do that. So I researched how to get the ability to, tra to, to tame those. Uh, realized I had to go back to Legion to do that. Uh, went back to Legion and I was like, oh, okay, so I need a thousand order hall resources for for that book. And then realize that literally all it would take is killing two uh, elite rares uh, for world quests over on Argus, uh, who died very quickly to my level 60, or uh, level 52 hunter, uh, and uh, got lots of re resources, uh, and uh, bought the uh, bought the book to do that. Then went back to Bastion and tamed a bunch of, of the, the cat, I, I don't know what they're called. I can't remember right now. Um, but yeah, I spent a lot of time with that hunter just finding pets. And then I realized when I got to Bastion, uh, you know how you, if you go to the table when you do Threads of Fate, it says, oh, go to this zone to get, to help them out and, and sends you there. Well, if you go to one of those zones before it sends you there, you then get that quest anyway. So I, I'm now working on both Bastion and Ardenweald as yeah, my I current, had that current ones. Yeah, it, it kind of threw me for a bit. I'm like, wait, what? what? Why is this here? And I was like, whatever, I'll do it. So um, I went back to Ardenweald and I'm actually working on Ardenweald because that's where I want to start. Uh, Bastion is naturally the next one anyway, so it's not a big deal for me. Uh, but it kind of threw me a little bit that, to have that happen. And uh, I am... I think now halfway through Ardenweald on that character uh, for the percentage I need for my Threads of Fate. And then, yeah, he'll go over to Bastion and uh, maybe, maybe tame some more stuff. I think there's some other stuff, like some darker of the stags and stuff that I that are there that I that I want to get. Because uh, I want various colors of different things. So, uh, But I went from uh, my two pets being... Ghost Crawler and uh, a, a Cat Spirit Beast to now two of the foxes, the Vulpine foxes, because I just I just love them and and I think they're just so cute. They are pretty cute, and I want their I want their babies. 
So yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's pretty cool. I I, I I feel like I had a really productive week, uh, and looking forward to uh, seeing what pops up for those quests going forward. I'm slowly trying to build up my demon hunter and my um, death knight up to get them having options for pets as well. Um, I know that there's going to be pets that I don't really have an interest in getting, uh, but I definitely want to to have that opportunity if uh, if they come up with some that I don't have. Uh, I did find that Wowhead did not have great guides on that because um, I got several of my in my missions that were not on their list of ones you can get from the mission table. So uh, I feel like they're kind of filling in their guide when they have more information. Um, yeah, makes sense. But yeah, I, I was really happy to to see stuff that I wasn't expecting uh, come on my mission table, and yeah, um, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, I definitely want to go find out what I get for uh, Exalted with uh, Court of Harvesters, though. So I'll definitely have to take a trip back to uh, Oribos on my main to see what that earned me. Probably a mount of some sort, I'm sure, but we'll see. Uh, but that's about it. So uh, what's up with this week in WoW? So this week in WoW, we've got Love is in the Air. That's starting February 8th. So today it runs until the 21st. One thing to note with Love is in the Air, I'm sure you know, we're all in the hunt for that elusive love rocket. It was previously communicated that the crate that has a chance of giving you the love rocket would only be available to characters at level 60. That has since been corrected and is back to just being a level 50 thing. So feel free to run all your level 50 plus alts through the through through the levels in the air dungeon in an attempt to get your big love rocket. Um, outside of that, we've got another Torghast event. It's called the Chorus of Souls. That runs from the 9th to the 15th. I haven't been able to find any information on that one, actually. That's interesting. Uh, well, I'm sure it'll come up. Uh, we've also got the Pent Battle bonus event. That runs from the 9th to the 15th. And that's what we've got coming up this week in WoW. All right, so let's talk a little bit about some of the big news that happened this week. As big a news as can happen in the uh, weeks preceding BlizzCon or <laughs> BlizzCon Line, which, as you can imagine, is is not a lot. Um, Blizzard had their their fourth quarter twenty for 2020 earnings call uh, earlier last week, and it shed some... It sheds some light on some of the things that we can be expecting and also like how well they did over the course of the fourth quarter. To the surprise of nobody, I'm sure, um, they made a lot of money. Go figure. Um, we're all locked inside and people are going to be playing a bunch of video games. Um, I believe Blizzard specifically uh, brought in around $579 million in revenue, which, you know, is not a small amount of money. Uh, Activision brought in just north of 1.6 billion, and the king portion of this conglomerate brought in 577 million. Uh, now it should we should it's it's worth noting that um while that that while you know that was a very good quarter for Blizzard, um, that it was slightly lower. Uh, considering the year-over-year -year growth, and that's uh, because right, so, so Q... yeah, I'm gonna start it again. So the Q4 revenue was slightly lower year-over-year -year for Blizzard, but World of Warcraft kind of offset. So Q4 revenue was slightly lower year-over-year -year as, but but the growth for World of Warcraft was kind of offset by a decline for from other titles, and also you know there was no BlizzCon. I didn't realize that BlizzCon still, like made the money, but I guess it has. I don't know. I always understood BlizzCon to kind of be a loss leader for Blizzard, but I guess that hasn't been the case recently. Um, but you know, it, like their their income was still bolstered by you know the releasing of the, the release of Shadowlands. I'm sure that helped a lot, um, and I'm sure nobody is surprised by that. Uh, 2020 revenue overall for Blizzard increased 11% year over year, while the operating income grew 49%. Um, but overall, fantastic year for Blizzard. But, you know, that's the money stuff. We're not 
while we're happy while we're happy that they're they're making money and we'll be able to throw that money into making games uh there were some other bits of news that came out of this earnings call that had some people raising some eyebrows right Medros? yeah so uh there there was a mention in the opening speech by bobby kodak um and and various points throughout that there are multiple mobile experiences aimed at expanding the warcraft universe already in advanced development and uh, and I, i'm i'm cautiously intrigued but i mean i i worry cuz i don't know how far they had they felt diablo immortal was when they announced it but maybe we'll see stuff announced at BlizzCon line in a week and a half question mark <laughs> I, i'm really nervous like i know i i don't want to get my hopes up that this could be something interesting but like i've been wanting a blizzard battle pets game on my phone since battle pets became a thing um i've been wanting mobile stuff other than oh you can check your mission tables and chat with your guild I, I always felt the mobile platform was had more to offer the Warcraft and the, the world of Warcraft players than that. And I'm very I'm very intrigued to see what we're gonna have in that space, the the, the Warcraft mobile space announced this year. Um I, I'm like I said, I'm I, I'm I'm trying to keep myself cautiously optimistic because I don't want a candy crush for World of Warcraft. Let's put it that way. Like that is not a mobile experience that I am at all interested in and I would absolutely not play that. Okay, not when you all. say when you say candy crush, you mean you don't want them you don't want the match three kind of Warcraft yeah, thing? I, I don't want that kind of game. No. Not at okay. all. I don't want I, I want something that is a Warcraft game, not a Warcraft skin on another type of game. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, except if it's, if it's, you know, Battle Pets Go. That that I would totally accept. As for whether or not we can hope to expect some news about this from BlizzCon line, I think there's one line here in particular that kind of leads me to that kind of leads me to believe that we're probably going to hear something about one or more of these mobile titles at BlizzCon line, and that line is, and the Blizzard team is looking forward to channeling the spirit of BlizzCon to engage and celebrate the community once again at BlizzCon line on February 19th and 20th, where they will share more about the plans for the franchises. Now, while that sentence by itself does not say we're going to talk about mobile games, the fact that it, it, it is immediately preceded by, by a statement saying that mobile remains a top priority at Blizzard, that tells me that there's, that at least that that tells me that I can reasonably assume that there is going to be some sort of major announcement regarding some mobile some mobile game for either Warcraft or Diablo because they mentioned Warcraft and Diablo specifically. Yeah. Um. So I, I want to bounce something off you that that I was thinking about today. Um, because I want to see if I'm insane. Uh, accepting the fact that I likely am, just to clarify there. <laughs> um, so, Toasty, you said before that you wish that they had not brought flying in with Burning Crusade. Yep. And we expect Burning Crusade Classic to arrive, to be announced at this BlizzCon line, right? Correct. What if Blizz, What if what if Burning Crusade Classic had no flying? They're not going to do that. What if they did? I'm asking. I'm asking you to play the what if game with me, Toasty. Play along with me. A okay. Burning Crusade that has no flying, and everything that is part of Burning Crusade that ha would, would be impacted by flying uses teleports and stuff like that, and is still grounding. What What would you think of that idea? What What, what if there's this is their opportunity to to flip that to change that long question idea of flying in World of Warcraft. So you're asking what if as what I play it? Yeah, like, is that, like, how would you react? Would you play it? 
is that something that would interest you? Um, honestly, probably. I, I, I probably still wouldn't play it. Like, I don't put a lot of time into classic. My main game okay. is retail. Would you be and more like, or less likely to play it than you than you currently are? It, it wouldn't change, but it wouldn't change the likelihood. I okay. don't think. So it wouldn't make you want to play it more, seeing what a version without flying would be like. I, like, like, like I said, when, like I said in the past, like don't get me wrong. I absolutely love the convenience that flying gives gives in the game right now, and I will take advantage of it when it's available to me. But if I if if I can go if I can go back in time and influence a decision to introduce flying, I would I would not do it because like honestly, one of my favorite times in the game is having to run around on my ground mounts. It, just, it, it, it brings me into the world a bit more. Instead of just being like, okay, well, I'm going to AFK for a little bit. I'm going to mount up, hit spacebar until I'm a reasonable height in the air, and walk away. Okay. What, what do you think, Ali, of the, of the idea? I personally don't think it's a good idea. I think, while I like the idea of, you know keeping with ground mount and that kind of thing. When they released classic, they tried to make it authentic and keep it as much as they could to how it was before without too many of the quality of life things. And I think it makes sense to me when they release burning crusade classic to also make it similar to, you know, to make it similar to getting your flying mount and the gold you spend and that kind of thing and keep it the same. Keep it classic Burning Crusade, because to change it, I think, would not be that great. Especially because they built so much of the, you know, lands in Burning Crusade and whatnot in the zones to be easier with flying. And yeah, they could put teleporters and that kind of thing, but that... I worry that would change the experience too much. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I, I was just, I, I was curious whether I was just being crazy. Apparently I was. I, I still, I, I'd love to for them to introduce a, a flight, flightless WoW and see how the overall player base reacts to that idea. That's just the overall player base that. right now would lose their minds. I agree, but that, but that's coming from you know a, a point of view of having had it. They didn't. If they never had it, maybe a different story. Yeah. They also announced that during the earnings call that uh, we will not see Diablo Four over or Overwatch Two released in twenty twenty one. That that is not terribly surprising, honestly. I could see them potentially giving us a quarter in which they predict the alpha or beta to start? Maybe, but that's all I really ever expected. Yeah, I mean, a year to a, a, a year between expansion. Like, it's not even a year between expansions. We get two years between expansions, right? Typically. Um, yeah. For, for new games. I'm not, I'm not surprised. That, that, I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised that it's taking longer. I'm not super surprised either. Uh, but I do know there's players who are like are are, are really chomping at the bit right now for for some new new Diablo and and updated Overwatch. And I think honestly, I think that's just one of the one of the many problems I have with the video game industry in general. It's they they the the industry feels the need to make these major announcements every year. And as such, they will make announcements way, way too far in advance for it to be released in a time frame that some people will see as acceptable. So, you know, I, I would love to see the, the industry as a whole kind of step away from from that whole thing. But at the same time, I know it's not going to happen. Got to drive the hype. Got to have reason for all these yearly events like E3 uh, well, not E3. Yeah, it's like E3, like Comic Con, like BlizzCon, like and all, all these, and PAX, all these, all these major conventions. Sorry, E3 is not one of them. I don't know why I said E3. 
but all these major gaming conventions happen every year. You gotta have you gotta have something for them to 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 go there for, and having these major announcements is what's gonna have, draw people in. Yeah. I know that I know the attitude in the industry is not going to change. I just wish it would because, you know, we start seeing stuff like this where it's announced one, it's announced two or three years out, and uh, people are just like, "Well, WTF? What's going on?" You it's, told me about this game I, a while ago. The, the The upside though is it's unlikely to be as long of a wait as the Warcraft movie was from announcement. I mean, yeah, that's true. So there's always something to look forward to there. Yeah. Always this one upside there. <laughs> Small as the upside is, I bet. Um, I think that's about it from the earnings callers. Anything, anything I missed? Uh, just, w- just one thing I want to touch on real quick. I mean, we we knew from the out from the out uh, we knew from the outset that Diablo Immortal was a free to play game, which means there's going to be like microtransaction contents throughout that. We've ex- we knew that from the get go. So whatever that's not news to us. Um, they did mention for the Warcraft mobile title, whatever, whatever works out to be, uh, it says, it says, and I quote, we intend to deliver more frequent premium content. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, this has nothing to do with mobiles, mobile stuff. They're just saying that we're going to deliver more frequent premium content, which means, you know, more store stuff to buy. Yay. And multiple mobile free-to-play games for the Warcraft franchise that's that's interesting multiple really all they need is one hit right they only need one hit in the whole space to make it a killer yep and we know just by looking at the king counterparts of this of this company that uh mobile mobile can bring in the cash making almost as much as blizzard and I, yeah i'm confident they will just Aim, aim a shotgun at a barn, see what they see, see what hits, and and go with it. So I would not be surprised to see some games that just they are announced, they're maybe even released, and they just quietly go away after a while if they don't have pickup. Yep. So that's how the mobile space works. But yeah, uh, very interesting to see what uh, the nineteenth uh, of February is going to hold, uh, and what we're going to see out of that. Uh, before we move on, though, I do, I do want to actually let everybody know that we will actually be doing some coverage uh, in the ATA Discord of BlizzCon line. Um, we'll be uh, talking about things as they announce things and uh, going over everything that's going to happen for BlizzCon line. Uh, and uh, yeah, hope to see some of you guys there. All right, let us talk about some anima. Yes, yes, let's. So as we all pretty much know and feel, the anima drops we get from various activities seem a little lacking compared to how much it costs to upgrade covenants and whatever. And depending on your gameplay, amount of time that you can actually dedicate to playing and going for anima, you feel anima starved often. So Blizzard is listening to this and starting to kind of implement some changes. I'm convinced this is not the end of the changes we're going to see. But for starters, the changes they're making are the fact that a plus seven to a plus nine key will now drop 70 anima. A plus 10 key will drop 105 anima. The first eight bosses in Castle Nathia will drop 105 anima. The last two bosses will drop 175 anima in Castle Nathria. So that means a full clear of Castle Nathria will award you with 1,190 anima, which seems like a random amount to me, uh, starting tomorrow at the time of this recording. So February 9th or, you know, this week's reset, depending on what country you live in. But that is good. I think it's a move in the right direction. You know, not everyone does dungeons and raids and they do more Whatnot. So I do think we'll see some changes to that as well, even if it's just upping it just a little bit. But this is a good start. Yeah, it, it kind of addresses the problem that's out, that some people are having, where like uh, the 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 alt friendliness guide we talked about a couple of weeks ago, where 
reward was not proportionate to the amount of effort you were putting into it. Like, why why is a thirty why is thirty five anima being dropped from, you know, a normal heroic and mythic raid boss potentially? And you know, you get thirty five anima from a world quest, right? Like that 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 effort didn't match up. I don't like so seeing that you know it's a gear. I think I'm pretty sure. It, Reading, if I'm reading this correctly, it, it is a guaranteed 1190 anima if you full clear Castle Nathria. I do believe so. That's great. You can finish off that that anima drought. The refilling the reservoir quest weekly, assuming you raid. Now it doesn't address, like you said, Ali. It doesn't address the other problems for people who don't don't have this playstyle of going through dungeons and all that others and raids and all that. But it's addresses some of the problems yeah and I, I really do think that over the next few weeks or maybe blizzcon line or whatever i think they'll address some of her other modes of content as well i still have this theory that they kept the drop amount really low for anima because they said at blizzcon 2019 they 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 don't want it to feel like a grind and you're gonna get it from all these different sources and everything and so part of me actually wonders if they actively kept the drop smaller, thinking if it's small enough, people won't want to grind for it. But then setting the bar high for what it takes to upgrade covenants, uh, you know, your covenant stuff and whatnot. But and and they want the covenant covenant stuff to you know an upgrade and whatnot to last longer into the expansion. Kinda I not, would like not real- to meet the person who made that decision. Have a very deep conversation. And it's it's one of those things where that's probably what they... Like, again, my own theory here is that that could be what they were hoping for, but kind of underestimating the fact that the players want to do that content and they want to get the anima and they want to upgrade the covenants and that sense of completion. Plus, given the pandemic and stuff, there's probably more of that happening. And so I kind of wonder if it just didn't quite... There was a disconnect there between the two sides of like keeping the drop small, but the covenant upgrades high and disconnect. I don't know. Like I said, just, just a theory of mine, but this does show us they are listening to feedback and they're, they're going to improve it. And Hey, it didn't take most of the expansion for them to fix the problem. So, you know, that is a good sign. Uh, I don't know that I entirely feel that it's likely that they will do that. Uh, I, I say there's a chance they're going to do that uh, because there is significant history in the past where uh, they were fine making a certain type of play required uh, for continued content, um, be it raiding or dungeons or PvP. They're, they've definitely made that required for different things in the past. So if, if that remains as, as the only efficient way to get anima is raiding your dungeons I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it resulted in like and the the fact that the plus n plus nine keystones you know that's the lower keystones listed here are going to drop 70 and when it talks about the first eight bosses for example casting it doesn't say on lfr versus normal versus mythic versus heroic um so I feel like in time, what we'll start seeing is maybe a regular mythical drop 60 and then maybe normal dungeons will drop 50 and maybe we'll start seeing regular world world quests go to 40 or 45. Again, like I don't think it's going to be a huge increase, but something. But again, just, just my, my thoughts. Oh, can you imagine Sarah when he gets 175 anima from from Denathrius? He'll still complain. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know he will. <laughs> Instead of being like, no, hey, look, hey, Blizz, at least you gave me more anima this time. Or something along those lines. Though, to be fair, 35 anima for killing Denathrius is a kind of... Wait, wait Seraphis complains? I've never heard this. I wouldn't call it complaining, just... 
No, no, actually. <laughs> he, he's complaining about it in a joking fashion. Good-naturedly complains. Yeah. All right. Except, except when it comes to guild airships. That is not a good-natured complaint. He just legitimately no. wants guild airships. That's passionate complaint. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's about it for Anima Drops for now. I'm sure we'll hear more in the next few weeks. But for now, we have some more fun things to talk about, like some merch. Yeah, so um, as is tradition with uh, BlizzCon and now BlizzCon Line, we're getting a whole swath of news regarding merch that you can get. Specifically, this is 30th anniversary merch. So for those of you in the dark, it is Blizzard's 30th anniversary this year, and we're going to be celebrating that with a bunch of themed merch. We've got a 30th anniversary uh, desk desk mat. Looks like a journal, a lanyard, a pin for you pin collectors. There's even a puzzle, which, like, honestly, I might I might snag up. I love me some puzzles. Um, looks like there's some there's some but art you books. Like puzzles, you say? Eh? Interesting. Yeah. I. I don't know what to expect now. <laughs> Good. That's fine. Oh, this is a puzzle. I see what you're doing here. Um, so there's art of art of Hearthstone, art of Overwatch. We've got that we've got that fairy tale book uh, from from Azeroth that's that'll be available. Also got something called Grimoire of Shadowlands, which yes. I need my I need to get my hands on that. Lore. I need it. Uh, there's also a really? new Murloc. Shocking. There is. Purple. Purple. I need a purple Murloc. Uh, this is just this is just a small uh, this is just a small selection of merch- merchandise that they've chose to reveal to us. Uh, I'm sure we're going to see more as uh, the week progresses because, you know, there are 11 days until BlizzCon line. Um, okay, so outside of the obvious for you two, so the Murloc and the Pin for Medros, the Grimoire of Shadowlands for Ali. <laughs> what would what would you like to get your hands on most of the stuff that's been revealed so far? I think the Grimoire of Shadowlands. You guys can't, okay, I should have stipulated you guys, that you guys can't just trade Fine. answers. I want the helm, okay? I want the helm. I want the helm. <laughs> Give me the bleeping helm. I want the helm. All right. What about you, Ellie? Yeah, I, I desperately want the helm, but I can't financially justify that. But what I could potentially maybe justify is the journal that's here. Granted, oh. like, I don't. I don't need it per se. I have other like notebooks, but I always have a notebook next to me for notes of whatever kinds, especially since I started podcasting and doing lore and whatnot. And so that would be pretty cool, but I don't wait, need it. It's just neat. Wait, that's just that we can afford? Okay, well, like, what's $5 or less? Well, you know what I mean? Like, I can't spend 300 whatever on the helm or whatever, however much it was. Neither no matter can I, how. but I like to remind our co our, our, our listeners that my birthday is coming up in just a few minutes. I don't I'm not sure that's gonna I'm not sure that's gonna fly, Bedros. I'm just reminding people in case they forgot. It's coming up in April and they're in the middle of the month. It's good. Same. <laughs> I also want the uh, folk and fairy folk and fairy tales book. That's pretty cool. Well yeah crazy not to want that that's pretty cool um for me it's it's toss up between the art books because i love me art i love me i love me some art books i've got four shelves on my book on my bookcase dedicated to art books or the journal i am intrigued because this also mentions uh possible other things coming such as shirts and art prints and hoodies and so i'm kind of intrigued by what could potentially be coming with that it looks like in some of the pictures on on, on the on this one head poster, there is a shirt and a hoodie with amongst amongst the devil creature pictures. So, you know, we could probably expect something, something along that those lines. 
Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's just some of the BlizzCon line merch we can expect to uh, attempt to get our hands on come next week. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm very, very intrigued to see what else they come up because I really feel like back in October and November we saw a lot of stuff they had originally been planned for BlizzCon in person, and, and now I'm curious what they're gonna do to try and give us some special stuff for BlizzCon line, um, especially well timed to the anniversary of Blizzard. And I'm still curious if we're going to have a BlizzCon in, in the fall, uh, either online or, or not. So, very curious about that. But yes, this merch is... I, I'm, 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 I'm interested in several pieces, let's put it that way. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, let's talk about our sponsor, I guess. All right, so today's show is brought to you by Audible. You get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This week, we're going to take a look at another franchise from the Blizzard universe. This time, we're taking a look at StarCraft with iMengsk. Let's have a listen. I heard you, said Valerian, nodding. And why didn't you answer the door? I didn't think you'd need an invitation, father, replied Valerian. You are the emperor, aren't you? Since when does an emperor wait on the pleasure of others? I may be the emperor, Valerian, but you are my son. I am that, agreed Valerian, now that it suits you. You are angry, said Arcturus. That's understandable, I suppose. It's only natural for people to behave irrationally over these kinds of things. These kinds of things? Snapped Valerian, rising from his chair and hurling his glass of port into the fire. Show a bit of damned respect! The glass shattered, and the fire roared as the alcohol burned ruby red in the flames. So, once again, that was StarCraft IMAX, written by Graham McNeil and narrated by Neil Kaplan, you can find that at nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. And we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show. And if anybody remember, recognizes that voice, you've absolutely heard it. Because he's done stuff for StarCraft, for Warcraft, for Diablo. Um, for Diablo, or for, sorry, for Warcraft, he was Cenarius. Uh, and in StarCraft 2, he was uh, Tychus. That is all accurate. I'm sure there are many other voices. Many other voices oh, yeah. done as well. So, but I thought I recognized that 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 character in that voice he made of uh, of uh, the emperor there. So. Yep. Okay. So our question of the week from last week was: What do you think of the digital goodies given in the BlizzCon bundle? Will you be purchasing a bundle? Uh, PK Geek Dad says I'd only use the mount really, and it doesn't look like it's a flyer, so limited use really. I passed this time around. Asbestos Penguin says, It's not great if you only play one game. I'd want the Hearthstone per packs and perks, but my wife would love the Wow Mountain pet. I wish we could buy one bundle and split the goods. That would be ideal. It would be. I kind of wish with a lot of the bundles and things over the years, <laughs> they would sell things individually because they would probably have more of my money. Uh, for this I won though, I, I actually ended up buying the uh was Epic the highest one? I think Legendary is the highest one. Legendary? I got the highest one. <laughs> I figured I would have bought a virtual ticket anyways. I play enough Overwatch and dabble with her stone and all that to kind of feel okay with having the different items from the different games. And I had some money in my Battle.net balance as well from getting the collector's edition for Christmas. So that all kind of worked out nicely for me. And that mount is amazing and I love it. Yeah. Wookie BH, however, says there's enough Hearthstone packs and the mount is cool and the month sub all together made me feel like it was worth it. So I got it. I would have spent about that much on a virtual pass anyway. So it's a wash in the long run. Mud says I've been already, I think it's supposed to be, I've already gotten it. 
My wife treats me like a trophy husband. Uh, Leo Wild says, bought it yesterday. It's a pretty cool collection, especially the mount. I never owned the old Blizzard Bear mount, and Snowstorm is a more than suitable replacement, I'd say. Uh, wow Hunter says, bought the epic, wanted the bear, love the mounts. Uh, next week's question is, what are your predictions for BlizzCon line? And I still say the name of that just does not roll off the tongue well. Just doesn't fit. Uh, so, uh, yeah, what, what what's our predictions, yes? Um, I'm not going to give a prediction. I'm going to give more of a hope. Uh, and that hope is that the mobile Warcraft entry is like a turn-based battler for pets because that that's that's much more along the lines of what I would prefer. I'm, ex- I'm I, I, at this point I'm expecting something related pe- related to pet battling in, for a Warcraft mobile entry. So I'm, I'm, I, that's that. I guess you could say that's my prediction. I think we're we're gonna get the obvious roadmap for Warcraft, and that includes, in my opinion, hearing about other zones we're gonna go to, like Throws, for example. I want to pull Savannah on it for night fate reasons, so I'd be fine with going there and destroying them. And I also okay, this is this is my far out prediction because there's the obvious ones like I totally agree with Toasty. We're gonna hear your mobile stuff and. Whatnot. But my far out prediction is that we're going to potentially get some Shadowland scenarios. Or we're going to have some reason to go to a smaller realm of Shadowlands that is where all the Murlocs go. Because outside a corpse of a certain Murloc from Dead Mines, we have not seen. A single bleeping murloc in Shadowlands, and we have killed so many over the course of our entire gameplay. Where did the murlocs go? I think we are due some kind of zany, silly murloc zone, and I want this. So that's gonna be my far out prediction. Okay, here, here's here's a thought. The murlocs are very. When I think murlocs, I think nature. Right, they're always hanging out near the rivers and all that other stuff. What if all the Murlocs just went Night Fae and they, they've been changed into the, those other different forms? Could be. They could be. I, I have been actually calling recently for a Murloc soul shape. That would also be acceptable. And they could hit, you know, everyone else claim, other people claim to have a pocket dimension in Knife and, not, and you know, Arden Wield. Maybe they have a pocket dimension. I don't know. But like, there's just. There is a lack of Murlocs in this expansion, and I feel like that needs to be fixed. And I think we're going to hear about it. Just whether it's through some cool new Shadowlands scenarios, a la Miss Pandaria scenarios, what? Like, but something's going to happen. I'm calling it. Okay. Um, 9.3 will give us normal riding in the Maw. 9.2 will give us flying in all of Shadowlands. And I think we'll actually be able to fly up to the the, the portal things we go through to get to Orbos uh, ourselves instead of uh, instead of a, a, a flight path taking us there. And I think that we will see a in 9.3 I think we will see a significant expansion to the number of zones that are available though I think some of those zones will be smaller than we'd like them. Yeah, I can see that. So like similar to the Argus thing, like they'll effectively be like sub zones. Yeah, like I, I some of the on the second level of Orobos where we have all those empty ones currently, um, I will. I think we'll have like one zone of Argus kind of content for That'll one be of the broker them. zone. <laughs> uh, yeah, like the, a broker slash um, ethereal zone. Uh, zone. Um, there, there's I lots of things. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think those two those species are somehow related. Don't know how, 
but definitely, definitely we related. Um, and I think that we'll see Arthas by 9.3. Because I don't know that we'll have a 9.4. I'd like to see him 9.1, but I, I think he'll be a bit later. I, I think he'll be part of our final stuff. Just a guess. And I think Arthas will get a redemption. I've gone back and forth on that. I haven't decided yet. I, I, I think I think Blizzard's gonna flip it on us. Uh Uther's gonna be part of the um the fight with the jailer, like that 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 raid. And Arthas will be on our side, having been redeemed, seeing the pain he caused. And uh he'll be helping us fight Uther, the bad guy. And I will hate it. Just to clarify, I will hate that. Absolutely hate that. But I think that's what's going I'm so tired of redemption stories. I just want to kill the dude. Don't worry, we'll get those of honest, I'm sure. Yeah, like, uh, like, like we got to kill Garrosh, right? Sure. We, but we didn't get to kill Garrosh. I wanted to kill Garrosh. Well, Thrall was in the middle of something, so... Yeah, well, whatever. I wanted to do it. I know. Anyways, uh, time for our shoutouts. Toasty, is there a hockey shoutout you'd like to do to start off? Start us off. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna shout out my family, man. All right. <laughs> with the with the very very cool surprise of a of a Warcraft branded Secret Labs chair that I just was straight up not expecting. Thanks, fam. Appreciate it. Uh, also, Toshi's family, are you adopting at all? Are you, are you adopting? I mean, I'm, I'm a little older than him, but it's fine. I think you're the same age as my adopted sister. That's fine, then. That's perfect. Deal. I, I don't know if they're willing to take in any more kids, though. No. My, par my parents well, are seniors. I don't think they want I'm, any more kids. I'm not dependent. I, I just I just want the generosity. Oh, oh no, 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 no. See, see, when my family takes in somebody, like we, we go all in. Like my, my my mom does not do half measures. I see. It's it, it's a little ridiculous sometimes, but I love her for it. Anyway, yeah. Thanks, fam. Appreciate it. <laughs> all right, Allie, how about you? My shout out is to our dear friend, Manny, who filled in for me last week. He did a phenomenal job. I went and listened to the episode Friday morning and it was enjoyable. So thank you so much, Manny, for filling in last week. I appreciate you. And, and yay me for getting the show up on Thursday instead of Sunday. Which has yay. never happened lately at all. Don't attack me. Okay, I won't attack you for that. <laughs> no, I said don't attack me. I didn't, I didn't specify about what. I'm covering everything. You can't attack me for anything. Okay, fine. You're not listening to me. I, I know you're not going to listen to that. It's fine. Um, my shout-out is to the Canadian government, who didn't get their stuff together, and my family is now back from Mexico in their own house uh, because they didn't get their rules... The, the Kenny government didn't get their rules together and stuff together for, like, limiting what people can do once they get back in time. So, family's back from Mexico, and I'm happy about that. They're isolating. They're going to do everything they should do, but it was not costing them a lot of extra money. So, I'm very happy about that. Okay, for a minute there, I couldn't tell if that was, like, a sarcastic shout-out or, like, a legit shout-out. It did sound or, sarcastic or, or, in the beginning. Or is it a bit of both? <laughs> um, Sarcastic in the point of they should, should totally have had this all worked out a long time ago, like before they announced it, or at least had it at least in the works when they did that. But uh, non-sarcastic in that my family didn't have to pay like $8,000 just to come back from Mexico. 
So, I'll, uh, 50-50? Half and half, I guess? And That's just get ahead... Just get ahead of everybody who might comment on that. They were they're moving back. They it's not like they went on vacation. Correct. They're, They've been living in Mexico for several years. Uh, they have decided to move back. They decided to move back uh, a couple years ago. Uh, they slowly made the arrangements to do so, uh, and literally two months before they were supposed to fly back, the Canadian government restricted uh, flights to. Sun destinations, which is of course Mexico, and um, instituted very costly restrictions uh, that you would have to pay for a hotel stay when you got back, and extra testing, and all this other all this other stuff uh, when you got back. So that uh, they were trying, I'm sure, to discourage people from returning or from 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 traveling, uh, not taking into account those who you know weren't vacationing, but living abroad. So I'm glad that they can get their stuff together in time to save my family a lot of money. So, and now only, and now all but one of my family members is currently in in the country. So that's good. Just wanted to make sure to get it out there that they were not vacationing. They were living there. It's a completely different situation. Yes. They, they, they were permanent residents in Mexico. Uh, and now they are, uh, Back to living in Canada, so not no no vacation. My parents and fam- my, my sister are not um, those kind of people. So yeah, that's about it. So uh, let us uh, wrap up the show. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, our number is one seven eight five ATA WOW five. That's one seven eight five two eight two nine six nine five. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. And if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. Find all of us on Twitter. The show is at allthingsaz. I'm at medros, at fandeath for fandeath, at toastypostycan for toasty, and at aliandersk for Ali. You can find the network at Dawnforge. And please do check out other shows from the Dawnforge network, including GroupQuest. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care. Happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of maybe more Blues Online merch. Bye! Bye! Copyright 2021 Dawnforge Productions. Head to thedawnforge.com for more information.